are listening to the weekly Great Governance Podcast hosted by Dr. Harlan. So why do we do what we do? We are on a mission to find and voice the hidden stories of excellence in local government so that others are motivated to lead and transform communities. We share information and profile local government practitioners and active citizens who are ethically leading change and innovation in communities and showcase this on our various digital media platforms. So on the 18th of July, we celebrated International Mandela Day. And today I am privileged to chat to one of the young Mandelas recognized by News24, and his name is Eon Hendricks. So what I do know of Eon is that he's a social justice champion. He's the CEO and the founder of the Idas Valley Community Trails. He's the founder of the Clay Foundation and a volunteer of the Cape Winans Biosphere Reserve. He's a school facilitator and is also a ward committee member at the local municipality in Stellenbosch. So, Ian, great to have you on our platform. Uh, but let me first start by congratulating you with this wonderful achievement for being recognized as a young Mandela. How does this make you feel? Dr. Holland, firstly, I would like to thank you for this platform. And, yeah, I'm so overwhelmed. Um, it's something that I didn't expect because um, people nominated me. Right. So it's something that I didn't expect. But also, I would like to congratulate my colleague, uh, Etienne Basut, who's also the co-founder of Ida's Gallic Community Trails. And what a privilege um, for, for both of us to be acknowledged for the hard work that we do in, in our communities. And Dr. Alan, I just have to correct you. Um, this is my award. Yes, I've got acknowledged for my hard work. But this award belongs to all the community members that supports me, all the stakeholders that has vested interest in my life, and every young person that has a dream of becoming a community leader and an active citizen of this country. Wonderful, uh, uh, Ian. So before we get into the hard questions, tell us, let's, take a, let, let's just take a quick step back. Why do you do what you do? So if we take a step back, we have to rewind my life. We have to go back in time with my life and check off where I come from. Um, so I come from a family that was previously uh, 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 removed from the center of town in Stellenbosch, which we call Deflakte. Um So my family, we used to stay in, in the central of Stellenbosch, center town of Stellenbosch, and through the Groups Area Act in Apartheid, we got forcefully removed and placed to Ida's Valley. Luckily for me, um, I also got moved, but luckily for me, I always had access to, to good education. Uh, I've got ex- I got access to, to university. And I always ask myself, how would life look if we had to stay in the center of town? So there's two, two ways to look at it. One, you can be angry at the past, right, and continue fighting and breaking down. Two, you can deal with the past, make peace with the past, and, and, and move forward and navigate your way through life. So why do I do what I do? I have a big passion for my town. I have a big passion for our country. And I love human beings. So I always felt that this is my calling. My calling is to make every young person that comes from a previously dispossessed and currently disadvantaged area that they can still dream. They can still have opportunities. But it's up to us as, 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 as citizens of this town and citizens of this country to, to take the forefront and open these opportunities for these people. So, yeah, in our communities where we stay now, 
um, in Ida's Valley, there's a lot of social evils. There's also a lot of beautiful things, right? But in a lot of communities in South Africa, especially in Cape Town, it is huge social evils and social challenges. And once I was a victim of these social challenges, and I want people to realize that this is the unintended consequences of the forceful removal that we had back in apartheid. So the, the immediate consequences was that we had to move, we had to go to our new community, but no one thought of the un intended consequences that comes with it and the unintended consequences that comes with it it's you don't have access to quality education in that communities you have social evils you have teenage pregnancy you have experimental with drugs you have gangsterism there's a lot of things that's negative in these communities and once at a time in my life i was a victim of this right but i always knew what i had inside of me i always knew i had the ability to lead I always knew I have the ability to, to, to make people listen to me. And this is why I do what I do. I become a voice of the voiceless. Mm -hmm. I just want to be a voice for people that aren't heard today in South Africa. Wonderful. You know, we're extremely proud of you. But, but you know, I, I just want to step a little bit back. When did the penny actually drop for you? When you say, you know, I am involved with these things that I'm not supposed to be involved with. How did the penny drop for you? So, you know, in Afrikaans, they say, as I never worry, I'm only fool. Mm. And what happened to me, I, 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 yeah, I, I went through a traumatic experience back in 2019, um, where I actually was involved or I was a victim of gang violence in my community. I almost lost my life. I got stabbed 11 times and I woke up in the hospital. And, and then, you know, when you, when you wake up in a hospital room and you still have, are able to breathe after such vicious attacks and, and you ask yourself, you speak to the Almighty, you speak to God and you ask yourself, why, why are you still keeping me alive? What is my purpose? And then you realize that there's something bigger for you in your life. Yeah. And that is where the penny dropped um, because I realized that uh, uh, there's something for me because of the grace of God. It's the grace of God that that reminded me of my true potential and my true ability. And today I, I can be proud of where I come from. I can be proud of what I went through because I'm speaking to all kinds of people. People on the ground. I speak to people on top. I speak to community leaders. I speak to mayors. I speak to the premier. I speak to everyone. But the fact that I went through all these experiences keeps me rooted in my community and it makes me never forget where I come from. So, yeah, I'm glad the penny dropped on my life. But the reason why I do what I do is I want to prevent other young people to, 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 to not take that route first before they reach the, the pinnacle in their lives. And that is the case with many of our, our people. They first have to go the hard way before they reach success. So I want to put in prevention measures for dead kids and that's why I do these NGOs and NPOs okay you you say uh, in, in your background you know I, I did some research and reading up about you you say you can you can dance with change while displaying Ubuntu what does this mean so the word Ubuntu is a very difficult to explain in one word in English some people say it means humanness it means to be human but 
Bishop Tutu has described Ubuntu, right? A person with Ubuntu is open and available to others, affirming of others, but does not feel threatened that others are able and good. For he or she has a proper self-assurance that mm. comes from knowing that he or she belongs in a greater whole. And this is what happened. The reason why I say I, 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 I can dance with chains, remember, as a country and in the world globally, we were faced with a big challenge, which was COVID-19, right? And, and people needed to adapt to a new system. We needed to adapt to new technology. We needed to adapt to a new digital system, new way of work, new way of life. But what happened in that challenging times, I still felt the need to look at the people that are always left behind in when the world moves forward. And, and that is where uh, uh, all these organizations come from because when everybody lost their jobs, I created jobs. We created jobs as Idas Valley Community Trails. And, and, and that is where that saying comes from. And, 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 and for me, it, the main thing is I am because other people are. Mm. It, it just gives me that sense of, of belonging, you know. Yeah. Um, 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 and that's where they say, I can dance with Ubuntu while things are changing around us. And I think it's a skill that many of our young people and, and, and citizens must have. Mm. It is to be resilient. It is to be innovative. It's to be creative, right? But be innovative, creative, and resilient, not on your own, not in isolation. Take people with you. And, and that is my calling. Um, I'm, I'm, I don't want to reap the fruits uh, of my work alone. I want people to be the beneficiaries of the fruits that I'm reaping. So that's where that comes from. Okay. Uh, one of the organizations that you lead, which will co-found is the Idis Valley Community Trails. And I'm an avid hiker over weekends. You know, tell us about this organization and, and how can you how can you take us on one of your hikes? So this organization was founded by me and also another young young Mandela, who is called Etienne Basson. Such a privilege to work with such a clever young man, a man filled with wisdom. Uh, 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 and this organization, we founded in 2020. So how, how did it came about? So I don't know if you know how Stellenbosch looks. Stellenbosch is one of the most beautiful towns in this country. It's very rich in, in natural resources. We have a lot of, if you look geographically, if you look at Stellenbosch, we have a lot of mountains, we have a lot of open spaces, we have a lot of nature areas. But the nature areas is not exclusive to a certain group of people. But I realized and we realized that in Idas Valley, we are also blessed with the 230 hectare open space. Right? It is just, it's, uh, the land belongs to the municipality. Right? And, and why we started this organization is we saw the effect of recreational activities in the other surrounding areas. Um, you look at your Jonker Zoop Mountain, you look at Kutzenberg Mountain, you look at Mont Marie, right? You look at the Banuk Valley. These, these areas are being used to, to, to promote recreational activities um, that contributes to your well-being. It contributes to your overall well-being, your mental well-being. So what we thought is, right, at that time during COVID, you remember kids, they went to school one day and they had to stay home for another two days and then they went to school again, right? So what we realized is if we can take ownership of our nature area, which is called the Idas Valley Nature Area, and we can also create pathways and routes for people to hike, to jog, to cycle. This can actually be used as a tool 
for young people in our communities to escape the reality. And that is why we founded this organization and started this organization. It's to promote recreational, educational activities for the people of Ida's Valley and surrounds. So that is where this organization comes from. And I'm a proud representative of the organization, and I'm very thankful for all the stakeholders, all the organizations, all the businesses that support us up until now. But the work only starts now. Okay, so the work only starts now. So what do you guys actively do? Do you do you take people on hikes as well? And I know you said that you also created jobs. What does this Ida's Valley tra- Community Trials do? So what we do is first we focus on skill development, right? So we, we, we work with grant funding and then we develop skills of young people. And what skills are we talking about? Basic skills, self-confidence skills, communication skills. We, 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 we do conservation skills. We work with Cape Nature. So we have a program that is called the Ida's Valley Ranger Program. And through that program, what we do with that program is that program is like a conveyor belt, right? In that program, you belong to our program and we get employed. But what we try to do is during that time, when you belong to that program, we, we provide skill development training, different skill development training. It's getting your license, it's getting first aid, uh, uh, it's getting computer skills. But also you work outside in the field, right? You, you create pathways. So we literally remove vegetation, we remove aliens in the nature area, and we create pathways. And through that, we prepare you for your next job. And, and, and that is on the one side that what we do is that the job creation. On the other side where we focus on education is where we do the after school programs. So we use bicycles that we recently got from Pedal Power Association and then we take young people on echo after school educational rides. Mm. So what we do with the young people after school is we do plant identification. We do a wildlife identification. We talk about climate change and, and, and all these kind of things. So it is an organization that has, that has, has many uh, phases. Um, the one phase is the job creating phase. The other phase is the educational phase. But the main thing that we want to do for our overall community is to make them t- realize that the Ida's Valley nature area should be used as a recreational space. A space where you exercise, a space where you vent, a space where you look after your overall well-being. So we do many things. We do cycle events, we do hiking events, we do uh, uh, educational events. And we, 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 we recently, some of the events that we hosted is the, the Cape Epic. The Absa Cape Epic comes through Ida's Valley since we started this organization. We host annually, we host the Voortfeest. Um, we are part of the lifestyle program of the Voortfeest in, 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 in October. We do tree planting with, with schools, the surrounding schools. Paul Ruiz uh, 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 is one of uh, the schools that we do tree planting with. And, and some other events is the Wild Runner Out event, is where we have a running event for local communities. And then we also have the monthly Stelly Shakeout running event. In, in Ida's Valley. Yeah, so that's what we do as an organization. That's a mouthful. So if anybody wants to join you on a Saturday morning, should we arrange with you beforehand? Yes. So we have a, a, a Facebook page, which is called Ida's Valley Community Trails. We have an Instagram page, which is called Ida's Valley Trails. Okay. So it's Ida's Ida's Trails, right? Um, 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 through that platforms, they can reach us. They can always reach me through my email address, which is eon, E-O-N, at idasvalleycommunity.org. Um, that is how they can get in touch with us. Um, they can always contact Visit Stellenbosch. 
for tourism opportunities. But yeah, we prefer if people contact us before they come to our 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 nature area. Okay, Jan, your work was also recognized by the World Economic Forum in the category World Innovators. How did this come about that the world is now also recognizing? So, when the world was at standstill, right, COVID made the whole world standstill, right? And we were able, in that challenging times, to be innovative and to create jobs. Mm. And not jobs, not jobs that, that, that you work now and you're in a routine and you get your pay and you go home. We created a job in a sustainable manner. It's where we look after nature and natural resources. So, you know that we're moving into an era and a phase where natural resources and nature is becoming much more important than it was back in the day. Um, and that's where that award comes from. It's because we were innovative in challenging times in the world. So that's where we got that award from. Okay. You are also, <clears throat> sorry, you're also passionate about climate change. You know, uh, why should we care about climate change if there are so many other things to worry about, such as poverty and unemployment? Why is climate change? Why should we bother? Okay. Um, the bottom line is that if you care about poverty and unemployed and unemployment, then you should care about climate change. Research suggests that while climate change impact all of us, it is often the people who are already the most vulnerable in our society who bear the burn of its effects. There's a field of research dedicated to addressing this harsh reality. See climate injustice or climate racism or environmental injustice. Every day that the climate change crisis continues, it is exacerbating the poverty problem, especially in places like South Africa. As a tangible example, climate change is leading to increased frequency of adverse and extreme weather events, such as droughts, floods, and wildfires. And these phenomena threaten the livelihood, homesteads, and lives of the poorest communities who are more vulnerable to their impacts. The impact of flooding in Cape Town and Stellenbosch just a few weeks ago, has been devastating in some of these communities, right? Even the return of snow in Johannesburg, in Johannesburg while delightful, inconvenient to higher income families could be the difference between life and death for unemployment and homeless communities without access to shelter, food or healthcare, right? Research also suggests that climate change adversely affects women, but I will say, yeah, but there's a lot of research about it. So, you know, there's a problem. Climate change is the problem, Right. But there's solutions for this problem. Right. So whenever there's a problem, you need to find a solution. And if we tackle climate change now in this era and time, you can create jobs. You can create you can create opportunities. Right. It's just to 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 manufacture and facilitate these conversations in these communities so that people can have behavioral changes. So that's why I'm concerned about climate change, because with this problem, there comes a lot of opportunities. But who's the opportunities for? Who's going to benefit from that opportunities? If you look at this, at this energy crisis that we're having, who's the ones benefiting from the energy crisis? You know, who's the one who can actually afford solar? You know, who's the ones in- installing solar at the moment? Right? We are left behind. So that's why I'm, 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 I'm passionate about climate change is because I want our people to realize that this is actually a huge problem globally. Mm. It's a problem in locally. But if we, as normal South Africans, active citizens, participate now already, educate ourselves now already, we might be able to create jobs for these unemployed young people. 
Does this explain why, you know, I must uh, I must say this must have been the coldest winter that I've ever experienced. Is is this because of climate change? Yes. So I, I, I don't know if you realize uh, Cape Town and, and, and especially where we come from in the Western Cape, we used to warm summers. Yeah. Right? Like, but for the last few years, we have experienced rain in summer. Um, it, it is the effect of, of climate change, and it's in simple things that you, you, you feel it and see it. But mm. because we are so fixed in our routines, we are so fixed that we need to get to our jobs. We need to get home to make food for our families. There's no time to think about these things. You know, our people are not, it's not because they don't not interested. It's because they're uninformed. So that's why I say I want to be a voice of the voiceless when it comes to these issues. That's why I address these issues so that our people can realize what's going on around them. And many times we tend to forget, again, this comes into Ubuntu. We feel that we live in isolation and we think the things in the world doesn't affect us. It affects us. So yeah, your cold winters, it's because of climate change. Your rain in summer, it's because of climate change. But we have to dance with the change. I don't want to. I don't want to disagree with you. You said Stellenbosch is, is is the most beautiful place, but I think Paul is more beautiful. What do you think? <laughs> if we can embrace the beauty, it doesn't matter which is the most beautiful place. <laughs> we just it. have to embrace the beauty. We have to protect the beauty, right? We need to 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 conserve the beauty, and we have to have conservation conversations and remind the people of this beauty. Right, so that our people can also embrace it and enjoy it. Sometimes the beauty is only accessible for some people. You know that, and and I'm sure you know that. Yeah. Um, and it's time to open up so that people can all have access to beautiful spaces, beautiful places. But we all must have that duty to look after it. It's it's one thing to have something that's beautiful. And it's the other thing if you can't look after it. So yeah. that is what we want to do. We always want to advocate to protect what we have, you know? No, thank you for that uh, very uh, good diplomatic answer. You know, you are, you are so right. You know, there's beauty all around us, but you can you, you can live amongst it and not and not experience it. And, and I'm very uh, happy to, have, uh, to have, uh, have this conversation with you about how do we open up and have more people experience this beauty. But, you know... Exactly, and that is... Sorry, yeah. sorry if I, if I have to just to jump in quickly. Exactly. And that is why we opened, why I, I went into this uh, uh, conservation and why we started a conserva- organization that focused on conservation, tourism, and access to nature. It's because we've realized in Stellenbosch is a perfect example of, of how this beauty is, is reserved for, 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 for the elite, you know? Um, 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 but now, we are taking this approach where we say, you, if in order for us, that's the locals, if order, in order for us to, 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 to all take care of this, we need to take hands. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm privileged to work with farm owners around in Stellenbosch. I'm, I'm privileged to work with, 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 with the municipality who's, who's been so supportive in, 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 in our, our projects um, because they realize it's up to all of us to protect what we have. The yeah. same thing with our country. We need to take hands. We have a beautiful country. You know, we need to take hands. We need to integrate. We need to promote social cohesion in order to protect what we have, sir. Okay, amidst all the great work that you do, you know, uh, you also find time to serve on a ward committee as a ward committee member. What role do you play in this committee? 
And what lessons have you learned working with local government? So, yeah, I've got, I, I've, I've got on the hood committee because of the, the, the community members who, who voted for me. So to belong to a hood committee, one thing I have to make clear, um, uh, uh, you don't have to need any political connections. That's the first thing. Um, and I want to encourage young people to join the hood committees because the hood committee is such an important institution in local government. Because the hood committee dictates what comes and what goes in your area. And 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 the reason the reason why I, I, I serve on the hood committee is to familiarize myself with municipal processes like the IDP, the, in, the integral development plan, which is which is such an important plan because usually our people in our communities they complain, why are you building a, a bus station or why are you building a sports field? Uh, uh, um, but none of us are playing this sport. It's actually on the road committee where you can prevent these things of of, of building things in communities that's not for the community. So I've learned a lot. Um, and the most important thing that I've learned is how to manage relationships. It's important to have good relationships, good communication uh, relationships with municipality, with your local councillor. And and I'm pleased, I, I want to make this clear, young people, we must not be after political positions. Let's serve the people. And the way to serve the people is on the road committee. So it's been a wonderful experience, um, interesting experience. And yeah, I'm glad to serve my people on the road committee. Okay, final question. You know, it's it's the year 2030. You and I listen to this podcast. Where do you see you and this organization and the passion that you have? Where do you see yourself in 2030? Um, I'll still be around in Stellenbosch, um, rooted in my community. I see myself there. Um, what I would see also in Stellenbosch is a huge increase of people of color cycling, a huge increase of people of color using nature areas. And I see a town where, an integrated town where, where we, 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 from, from, from different sides of communities, we all enjoy one thing and that is nature. Um, and nature is a space that brings us all together. Um, so I, 2030, I see a lot of young people who got educated through our organization. I see good relationships with other organizations. I see beautiful uh, examples of success stories um, that came through our organizations. And hopefully by then we will have a cycling, cycling team in Ida's Valley um, because that's the ultimate goal that I want to push. Um, it's to, to get a mountain bike cycling team because in 2030, I don't know if you know this, Stellenbosch wants to be recognized as the mecca of mountain biking in this country. So 2030, we will be there. We will be there pushing this agenda of make this whole thing inclusive for everyone to enjoy. Wonderful. Just on a just on a lighter note, you know, let's just you know just put the serious stuff aside. What do you do for fun? Well, I stand on the corner. I bry with my friends. Okay. I hike. I read. Um, yeah, I spend time with my family, and I'm 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 just an outdoor junkie. Um, I'm, I love being outdoors. Um, I love being in, in between my community. Um, I visit. I cross visit communities. Um, for fun, um, I watch sport. I support the local sport um, in 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 my community, and yeah, I, I that's what I do for fun. I I I'm I'm just living living life in this area, and you know, do what a young person should do: um, enjoy himself, 
but also equip himself with enough skills to, to be resilient in the challenging times that we're facing all over the world. Young Mandela, Eon Hendrickson, thank you so much for your time. It's been a, it's been a breath of fresh air speaking to you. We want to wish you well in your journey and I hope to see you on one of these hikes soon in Stellis. Thank you, Dr. Alan. Firstly, thank you for the platform and, and, and thank you for everybody who tapped in to listen to this. I hope this, this inspires someone um, to, to take action. Um, to take ownership in each community. To the amazing and talented Great Governance team, The Voice, Mpumilali, and producer Al Ontong, respect and love. Keep the faith and let's work to make South Africa great, right where we are. If you loved what you heard, subscribe to our Great Governance podcast that is available free on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. And of course, also on our HRD Governance Facebook page. And don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend about us. Listen to learn.